Be sure to get down, good Lord, with the two idiots talking sports. Strictly, man, they just play around, cover much ground, talk about the best pound for pound. It's Z to AC, DC to Cali. You can't get them out of your mind, no. They talk about the sports all the time. Okay, welcome to Two Idiots Talking Sports. I'm your host, Alex, joined by my co-host, Zach. What's up, Zach? What's up, what's up? This is one of our favorite pods of the year, uh, the NBA Trade Deadline Preview, a.k.a. Trade-a-Palooza. Uh, Zach, you got a lot of fake trades ready to go? <laughs> Way too many. Too many trades. I know. Last time we had to cut you back a little bit. Um, we're recording this on a Friday. I mean, this is Christmas for NBA nerds. Uh, it's the best time of the year. I love this time of the year. It's, it's I'm just my productivity at work is so down because I'm just on Twitter all the time. I'm just Twitter. Uh, it's like so NBA bad. Rumors. They need to block the NBA trade machine from my work computer. The the top three sites. You know, you get like the window of all the of like your most you. visited NBA websites. It's, yeah, ESPN trade machine. Trade yeah, and I'm, the new one for me is Knicks Reddit. I'm like a big Reddit guy now for the Knicks because it's like a place where Knicks fans could go and talk, and I'm not judged. Um, Are you famous there for your trade machine? Uh, not yet, but I will be. I just got hip to it about uh, a month ago. and Give me six months, and I'm going to be like one of the most popular guys there. This is your launch pad to start him. All right. So, not the pod, Knicks Reddit. So we're recording this on a Friday. The trade deadline is in less than a week, Zach. It's NBA All-Star Weekend this weekend. And there's rumors flying everywhere. But before we just jump into the deadline and what we think will happen and everything else, there's already been a few trades. So the first one we have to talk about, the Serge Ibaka Raptors trade. The Raptors get Serge Ibaka for Terrence Ross and a 2017 first-round pick. What are your thoughts? I think Serge is a rich man's Marquise Morris with uh, you know a little bit more defensive flavor. Does not help the Raptors crack the top three of the East, which is Cavs, Celtics, Wizards. Um, hmm. I disagree. I do. Yeah, he's better than Marquise. I think I know Markeith is on a better deal. I think I'd rather have Markeith because he's Ibaka is about to get paid. I think this is a big move for two reasons. One, the Raptors got him for pretty cheap. I mean, Terrence Ross, I think, is what he is. He's a three-point shooter and wing defender. Um, he was on a pretty good deal. They just locked him up for three years. Yeah, they got him for cheap, but dude, it's a three-month rental. Maybe. I've heard they might re-sign him. Him and Lowry are both going to be free agents. Good. I want them to re-sign him. Can I go off on a small tangent that I swear isn't about the Wizards? Can I? Well, you didn't even let me say my second point of why I like it. Well, I'll let you go on your right, tangent. You, no, you, no, 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 no. Second point you first. tear it apart, and then I'll tell you why I think it's a good, good trade. Because once I tear it apart, you won't have anything left to say. Okay. So, the NBA is so talented right now. Literally every team. There is so much talent that really it, it boils down to the players you have 
having your best players all at their peak age during the same window and the same contract window. Okay? Yeah. Think about back in the day, like, AI was a superstar, and you could get to the finals with one superstar and great role players like Aaron Snow. Yeah, well, that, that, the NBA is much better now. So I get that. I know. This is my point. This is what I'm getting at. The Raptors are screwed because they're about to re-sign Lowry and Ibaka, who I'm sorry, but he might be 27, but... He also might be 33. Who knows? I, as far as I'm concerned, his age might be off. I'm pretty sure it's not a six-year swing. Continue. I'll agree on that. Continue. Either way, I think you, we all can agree my Lowry fault. is 30 and point guards decline. Okay, you that. keep going. You keep going. My fault. Lowry is 30. So, so what you're looking at, if you're the Raptors, so like if you're really you're going to go all in on this year while LeBron is still at his peak, I think the Easter Conference can be right for the taking, but not yet. And you have to plan it out well. The Celtics are just sitting there. The Wizards possibly, too. I like the way their age aligns. I'll get into that later with some fake trades. But I think the Raptors are really just setting themselves up for hardcore failure because Lowry and DeRozan were in their primes like the past two years. They appeared better than they actually are. Like neither of these dudes is going to the Hall of Fame, right? It's well, just because it's they a little... were both at their prime at the same time, those peak years. But Lowry's going to be, you know, thirty-two and DeRozan thirty, Nabaka thirty, and before you know, it's like, eh. you know, you guys, you guys shot your load a little bit early. So you th- you think they shot their load early? Can I jump in? What's your trade analysis? So, I get what you're saying. Like they, the window you should, you should be trying to not align with LeBron right now. But I, I, I mean, they're an injury away. You know, Kyrie's very injury prone, and who knows what's going on with Love right now? You know, his bad knees, his back has been flaring up. All you're telling me right now is that they're an injury away from losing to the Celtics or the Wizards in the Eastern Conference Finals. Lowry is not good. He's not that good. He's you know who also had a really bad. You know who also had a terrible playoffs last year. Isaiah Thomas. So, I think to just kill Lowry for being not. I, I disagree with you. I do think Lowry's good. I know he didn't play in the playoffs well, but DeRozan, Lowry, if Carroll gets it going, Abaka, Valanciunas, that's pretty good. They got a lot of backcourt. They got a lot of bigs depth. Corey Joseph could play. I read that they're not done. They still have they another. Be. That's what I was gonna say. They if they make, they're like one to two moves away, and they do have some young assets. I mean, the Brazilian center I forget how to say his name is super young. Um, Pal, Norman Pal. Listen, they have assets. They could make another deal or two. They're they going have another first round pick this year. Actually, that, yeah, they could move their other pick and like Powell and Joseph. So they're they go- need to make another. I was thinking, so I don't like them at small forward because I'm I'm not a Demar. Well, Carroll they're stuck. With, they're stuck with Carroll. But Zach, Zach, oh, no, no, they're definitely not getting Zach, him. But Zach, no, if Zach, they you. can move young assets for a small forward from Denver. They're looking a lot better. Okay, I'm talking now. <laughs> I'm tired of listening to you talk about why it's not working. My thing is. They have to make a move now. DeRozan's in his prime. Lowry is in his prime. It makes sense to go for a guy 
in his prime, Abaka. They've been looking for a power forward for years. All last, A year ago, all we talked about was should they get Markeef? Should they go for Fareed? They didn't. All that we've ever talked about with the Raptors was getting a power forward. Here's where they screwed up. They should have gone Blake Griffin, Paul Millsap, a bigger game changer than Abaka. Yeah, but Abaka, dude. None of them were attainable. Starter. Yeah. He's so overrated. I think you're right. He might be a little overrated. But Blake is not available. Millsap is available, but I don't know what they had to offer. They're not going to give up DeRozan or Lowry. They could have given up Hoidle, their first-round pick from a year ago, and a few draft picks and like some backup guards. If I'm Atlanta, I'm not doing that deal. Ibaka is probably as good as they could have gotten. And the reason it's good for them, if you ever let me get to my point, is that Ibaka, he could go small ball five. They finally have a guy who's not Patrick Patterson to go small ball five and kind of match up with that Tristan Thompson lineup of the of the Cavs. And if all of a sudden Love isn't playing because he's hurt, maybe something happens to Kyrie. I mean, I if the Raptors get hot, I know they've been pretty disappointing the last month or two, but they've got guys in their prime now and they're going for it. And... You know, if I'm a Raptors fan, I'm not thrilled that they're going for it in the same time frame of LeBron in his prime, or, you know, LeBron being what he is, and the Warriors, but not every team, Zach. No, Zach, F you, let me finish. You just ranted for three minutes about this. Not every team is like the Wizards, where all their stars are 22, and they're aligning for four years from now. They have to go for it. They're 27, and their best two players are 27 and 30, they gave up almost nothing, and they got, you know, a former all-star power forward who fits into what they want to do. He can protect the rim and shoot the three. All right. Are you? Is, is that legit? Alex, half, half full uh, glass, Colin. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Okay. Are you willing to make a live bet on air with me that the Raptors absolutely will not make the conference finals? I'm saying they will not. Uh, well, I don't. I'll give you. I'll give you significant odds. Okay. I promise you, they are not making the conference final. I want three to one odds. Fair. How much are we betting? I don't know. How much do you want to bet? Let's keep this part offline. All right. <laughs> All right. We'll keep it. That'll be an off-air bet. It's like a three-dollar bet. All right. Um, lastly, for Orlando, very quickly, because nobody cares about Orlando. A disaster. They essentially, huh. they traded, if you go back to last year's deadline, they traded Tobias Harris, because they got Ilyasova for Harris. So they traded Tobias Harris, Victor Oladipo, and a lottery <laughs> pick who was Sabonis for Terrence Ross and a late first-round pick this year. How their GM still has a job. The GM, there was a report this week that their GM is safe. But he, uh, what a disaster in Orlando. The worst part about this whole deal is that the Raptors had two first round picks. They have so they had their own pick and the Clippers pick. Yeah. The deal they made for Ibaka, Orlando gets whichever pick is lowest. It's like you couldn't even get like the higher pick in the twenties. I know. Orlando really I I just think and this is not a hot take. Apparently they weren't offered Jack for him, like yeah, there was he no market. Bidding, they weren't yeah. giving anything. Like. Yeah, there was no market for him. We got let's Zach. We're already at. We're, we got to move this along. We just talked about the Ibaka trade for ten minutes. Um, That's you. You were you're the one stuck on that trade. I hate it. You, yeah. you we got it. Don't get me started. Um, all right, 
other trade. This trade I actually kind of like. Um, the Nuggets send Joseph Nurkic and Memphis's first round pick from this for this year, 2017, to Portland for Mason Plumley, second round pick, and like two million in cash. Let me go first on this one because you went on the Ibaka trade and went for five minutes. Um, the Nuggets. They couldn't play Nurkic and Jokic together. Jokic, we could do a whole podcast on how Jokic has become one of the five one best. One of the unicorns. Yeah, easily a unicorn, one of the best five young players in the league. He's incredible. On an absolute tear since the uh, since the new year. He's like averaging like 21, 11, and 5. Um, anyway, what they like, though, is that they could put Jok- uh, Jokic in the high post. And they could put or Jokic in the high post, and then they could put low, Plumley in the in the low post, and now they have these two really good passing bigs, and they're playing they are both signing, excellent passers. So they're going to sign these really, and Plumley's a free agent, but they have all intentions of re-signing them. Uh, I think it's a great, so it's interesting for Denver. Like I like that pairing. I think basketball wise, that makes a lot of sense. Super Even, interesting. I love it, it reminds me of Sacramento with Vladi Divac and Chris Webber. I'm not saying they're the Ooh. same players, but they're like really good passing big men to kind of facilitate your offense. So that's I like that. That's fun for Denver. Um, what I don't like, even though I, I get it. That's one of it. the freshest analysis you've dropped in, in a while. I like that. Portland, um, it's a winner for Portland because they, you know, Portland kind of sucks, and they, they if they re-sign Plumlee, they're just that's their team. They're just locked in. They already locked in this last offseason, bringing back Crab and everyone else. So now they, they get rid of Plumlee, who maybe they weren't going to re-sign. They get a younger Nurkic, who's only 22. Gives and a first-round pick. And a first-round pick. And Nurkic is like a low-post scorer. Like, he's a back-to-the-hoop, get him the ball on the block, and he'll get you buckets. They don't the have Blazers any... Blazers need that. They have no one on their roster that does that. So I think it's, a, it's cheap. They save money, and they get a pick. It's a great move for both teams. Great, maybe great to stretch. I like this as a win-win. Okay, let's move on then. You have no other analysis? No, good deal. That's good. Good pace on that. We should get through all of our trades that quickly. Um, Real quick, Kevin Love is out six weeks. Are you concerned about this at all? Knee injury, he's also had a bad back. No, I think the Cavs will still make it to the finals. I think LeBron would make it to the finals with, you know, starting lineup of nobody's. Uh yeah, it it doesn't it just for mileage on LeBron it's nerve wracking. LeBron yeah, still is like leading the league with in minutes. That. that that part is scary. Yeah. I think Channing Fry though can really he, he should be able to capably fill the Love role. Let's yeah. be honest. Regular season they're fine as long as Love is back for the playoffs. They're, they'll be good. Agreed. It does suck in that LeBron. I don't know if LeBron could take off his two weeks. Hear me out though. If you're the Cavs. And Ty Lue, does it matter what seat? Like, why not just sit LeBron and get the eighth seat? Well, they I won't. think that's a better move than gunning for this one seed. You're not going to have home court on whoever comes out of the West, and you're definitely going to be able to beat whoever comes out of the East without home court. I think that's a good take. I, I think that's interesting. There's no because if they're healthy, I like, don't think. What's the downside? Just sit them. Yeah. You're going to make it out of the East, and you're not going to have home court against the Warriors or Spurs or whoever. It's Why just, do it? It's going to come down to health, and, and Cleveland could take a, you know, should be taking notes on the Warriors last year. You know, they're going for 73 wins. 
really hurt him in the finals because they were tired. If Cleveland makes it to the finals and LeBron's been playing 35 minutes a night since October, he's not going to have enough gas left. So I agree Dude, with you. Cleveland should want LeBron playing until the age of 45 because <laughs> nobody is going to play there once LeBron is gone. So I agree with you. I think they should sit him, even if it costs them the one season. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, I just hope it's not in a month when I'm seeing LeBron at Staples Center against the Clippers. I'll be very upset if that's the case. <laughs> La- right. Last news. Actually, and then there's breaking news. Um, not breaking news, but a new story. How upset were you that Carmelo Anthony got named to the All-Star team over Bradley Beal? I thought we'd bring this up. Um, you know, I'm not that upset with it. Like, people, other people are more outraged. Thing is, the East lineup is actually entirely gone. The entire bench. It's like, Wall, Lowry, Isaiah Thomas, DeRozan, Kemba Walker, you go on. Like, Carmelo was the one frontcourt player. I'm sorry, Love. They actually needed a frontcourt player just to, like, field a basketball team. I'm not upset. That makes sense. I'm actually surprised that was your rationale. I thought you were going to be irate. Um, nah. Beal's been amazing. And he's been healthy. He's played great. The future is bright. I, I love Beal. Uh, and Melo. He's been great, but, I mean, Melo's stats are there. And Melo, Melo, who started rough, has picked it up of late, even though the Knicks suck. He's still he's scoring, like, 25 points a night. He's getting rebounds. He's assists. They needed a front court player. I thought Whiteside yeah. was a good option, but... You know, call me old school, but Melo, Melo's put in all this time. He's a vet, he's, and he's right there with him. I would give the tiebreaker to the vet who's going to be a Hall of Famer. So I would give it I to Melo. I completely agree. I'm not mad. Um, last thing, Zach, before – this is a good segue because this is a trade rumor. Um, there is a rumor that I just read today that broke in the last hour or two between the Pistons and Magic that – the Pistons and, and the Magic are in discussions to send Reggie Jackson to the Magic in exchange for DJ Augustine and Jeff Green. I have no what? I have no idea if picks are involved. This is like developing storyline. Is this like the Magic getting the Pistons back for robbing them the previous year with Tobias? Listen. Pelicans the, Pelicans are also Zach Lowe is reporting the Pelicans are also trying to go after Jackson. The reason so here's my thing, which the, makes sense because Drew Holiday is gone, but here's my thing about the Pistons. I actually think the Pistons, I actually think the Pistons are this year's version of the Wizards from last year. Where they're just underperforming and it's like a blip. It's not who they really are, and I think the Pistons are better than this. And if I was the Pistons, I would just kind of stand pat a little bit. Well, the one of the reasons that they're you know they are they're also shopping Drummond. We, I don't think we'll get moved at all. That's insane. I don't believe that. That's what? crazy. Drummond is twenty three. People need to chill out. Like he is twenty three years old. Yeah, I don't listen. I don't disagree with you that they they shouldn't. But one of the reasons is. There's a lot of uh, rumblings that Pistons players are happier when Ish Smith is running the offense in Jackson. And this kind of what seemed like, listen, I'm on record on this pod a lot. A year ago, I was all over the Pistons. I was like, I like all their pieces. They're young. You talked about aligning players. They were my only wrong prediction this year. Out Out of our NBA preview, 
Uh, if the season ended today, 15 out of 16 teams in the playoffs, I would have right, except the Pistons. Pistons right now are the eighth seed. It's real tight, but they're they're uh, there. In that case, your boy's sixteen for sixteen. Woo! I think. I mean, obviously, if they do this trade, it's a it's a salary dump, and because Jeff Green is is as a one year fifteen million dollar deal, maybe they're gonna go hard. I mean, free free agent. Point what card- is wrong with the Magic, though? Are you serious? What's the point? Like, don't you guys realize you need to? They they can't keep going back and forth between like. We're a rebuild. We're a non-rebuild. We're going for it. We're a rebuild. Like that. The this past summer set them back three years. Well, here's my thing. I don't disagree with that comment, and that's why I almost like the trade because they're giving up nothing, and they're getting a capable NBA player on a not awful contract in his prime, and they suck anyway. He could help be one of their guys. They're they're locked into all these deals. They have all these guys. They might as well have a competent point guard, which they don't have. I agree, but I actually will fall in line with one of my one and, of my fake trades. And with the Pistons, Alfred Payton and Hazonia to the Kings, free agent point guard. That one I sent you today. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't get the one today. We'll talk about that in a second. That's our next thing. But the free agent point guards that are available, I guess the Pistons are like, we just want to get away from Reggie Jackson and spend money this summer. Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry. Drew Holiday, uh, George Hill, Jeff Teague. It's a big point guard. For Corey agents. Joseph, all the drafts. Although, yeah. Pope. Bolts, Bolts. Rose, Derek Rose will be a free agent. Yeah. There's a lot of guys out there for them to sign. And the draft is loaded with point guards. Like, they'll. This is I actually the like... year of the point guard, George, George Hill. I don't know if you already said him. Yeah, they're all over. I like that move for the. Eric Bledsoe could probably be had in a trade. I think someone should try to sag Kemba Walker. I think the Hornets need to rebuild. Right. Um, Rubio could probably be had for free. There's a lot. Let's. This is like all of what we're going to talk about. Let's just get into it. All right. We got. I got a lot of fake trades. You have more than I do. So why don't you give me one of your? Why favorite? don't you'll read one? I'll read one. We'll all right. So the one everyone's talking about. And I, we I just need to, we just need to this get it off. NBA fan, yeah. This is NBA nerd fan porn. So this yeah. is what we need. Like, let's just talk about the Wizards. Let's get that. Like, Wizards are super hot. Lizards, you know, obviously you're a big Wizards guy. It's way just, too early in the pod for me to go on my Wizards rant. You ready? Well, are you ranting? No, I'm just kidding. You want, Don't worry. So the trade for the Wizards that's been well reported, and what the trade I think they need to make is for Lou Williams, which I mean everyone's talking about this. A first-round pick this year, 2017. They could do Trey Burke and Sadoransky. I mean, the dream trade for them is Nicholson and a first-round pick for Lou Williams. But Nicholson's that's con- my dream trade. Yeah. That's like if they if if the Lakers will do that, you just do it in a heartbeat. Um, I would I also, even like throw a pick on top of that. I would do Trey Burke and Sadoransky for Lou Williams. Um, you could also do Jason Smith now that Mahimi's coming back. Potentially, you could. Here's do... let me throw in another caveat here. Yeah, please. It's in the Lakers' best interest to lose and lose fast because they don't keep that pick beside top three. So, like, if they don't trade Lou Williams, it's just very poor management on their part. No, they're gonna tra- they're gonna trade him. Like, like they have. To... I would think. And that's I mean, another reason. If they don't that's them. another reason for the Wizards to do this trade because you know who could sweep in and get them would be the Raptors. 
and he would be awesome in Toronto. He was awesome in Toronto. Yeah, a couple of years ago, they could do First man of the year. Who like who else would you like to see? We already talked about Nicholson. Lou, He'd tell me why be better than uh, Cal Lowry on. You are guy. You are so out on Lowry. It's ridiculous. Um, who are we looking at? Raptors, Raker. I mean, they got they got all these guys. They could do Powell. They could do Corey Joe right here. Corey Joseph and a first round pick. Corey for, Joseph is a very good backup point guard. He is, but Lou Williams is Battle better. Tested too. Lou Williams is averaging twenty points a game. He is no yeah, well, eighteen and a half kicker. points. His Lou player Williams efficiency is twenty four. Lou Williams has a couple more years making seven million a year, which is a bargain. And Corey Joseph is up after this year. I look at the NBA no, different now. I look at it. That's not in true. In terms but... of trading for good contracts, with the change in the collective bargaining agreement, if you could get that juicy, like cheap contract on the old scale for a couple of years. It's worth its weight in gold. Lou Williams is the perfect fit for the Wizards, though, because they they have back they have front because court. Because he's on that old contract. Yeah, but you you look at yeah the contract is great. I agree. The contract one. Oh, okay. dude, I could go on. I mean, we've Mahimi, about this you got front court depth with Mar- Markeith is playing out of his mind. Gortat has been Oubre great. Oubre is our best bench player, and he can play the two, three, or four. Actually, I mean, he's just he's that prototype new NBA guy. What we don't have is. Anyone to score in the backcourt in that depth. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. you got So I'm looking at your depth chart right now. You got Beal and Wall. Awesome. Sadoransky, Trey Burke, Marcus Thorne. Neither ready. Sheldon not, McAllen. They all out. suck. For the Wizards, if they don't trade for Lou Williams, they need to just make a smaller deal for like Landry Barbosa or something. They, because what they have in the playoffs right now currently won't cut it. They could also do... Nicholson and Burke in a first round pick for Wilson Chandler. What do you think about that? Or Burke in a first. I love Wilson Chandler and want that. First of all, are you sure those salaries line up? Yeah, I did in the trade machine because Chandler makes 11. So you get Nicholson and Burke in a first for Chandler. Oh, yeah. Or you do Burke in a first for Will Barton. Although Barton's kind first of a of duplicate all, I don't of Uber. targets would do that. Second of all, yeah, I, I agree. Don't think. I think if we're going to go all in on trading a first for a reserve and, and to be deeper, we need to make sure that position isn't the one position we're already deep on the bench. So, you know, two and three, Ubre's filling that role. Mind you, playoffs, we're talking to eight-man rotation, so he's covering those positions. We don't have a legit backup point guard who can play in the playoffs. We need to just pray Mahimi is that backup center that could play in the playoffs because we're not trading him and we owe him fifteen mil a year. And you still have Jason that Smith point guard, so yeah. we just need to get we need to like get that good con- not even point guard, just that combo guard that Lou Williams. Dude, Lou Williams Barbosa, is a beast. That, He's that an good combo guard, offensive machine. Now, giving up a first round pick in this draft isn't like that's going to be a player. You know, the mid twenties. This is such a good draft. It's, I mean, you could get. You were talking about having guys planning for the window I think after it's LeBron. Deep through the lottery, though, is it really deep through the? Yeah, 20? no, it is. You could get. I'm just looking at NBA uh, draft.net. You got the kid from Gonzaga who's killing it. Um, whose name I escapes me. Uh, but you got 
Ferguson, the kid who's going to go to Arizona, he's playing in Australia right now. John Collins from Wake Forest, he's like a good young, you could add like a good young big. You could add like, you're giving up a young player that will help you down the road. Obviously, that's the whole point of a draft pick, but. I agree. I think what we talked about earlier, though, in terms of the window and contracts and all that, we need the, the Wizards are better off right now acquiring someone you there i'm listening acquiring someone on a three-year deal under the old wage scale that's hitting their prime rather than drafting someone who like you know will be developing this and that i mean well, lee williams forget, is 30 and has two years on his day as this year and next year so you'd have him for the rest yeah. of this season and next season if it's for lou williams i do it in a heartbeat i agree I don't do the Wilson Chandler or Barton deal. It's too repetitive with Ubre. I'm not trading Ubre unless it's like for someone that really blows you away. I'm oh, holding, we're not trading Ubre. I'm holding here. on to Ubre and I'm doing it for Lou Williams. Outside of Lou Williams, I don't know what else. Do you have any other Wizards trades? Because I want to move on from the Wizards. I do, but I want to. I'll save them for the end if we have time. I want to give our non Wizards audience. Love. You don't want to throw one in? Throw one Wizards straight in. I'm sure you have like 10. All right. I have one of Gortat to... I think it's Gortat and Sadoransky to Utah because they love white people in Utah for getting back Sheldon Mack and Derek Favors. My reasoning, this year, I know Gortat's better than Favors. We're not going for it this year, Wizards. Our line is Two years from now. So we have Wall is 26. Ubre was 20 when the year started. Beal was 23 and Otto was 23. Add two years to those ages. That's our prime for our core. Favors is the same age as Wall. He'll be in his prime. Gortat plus two years. Eh, I'll take Favors in two years over Gortat. And I like Sheldon Mack could be that combo guard for us this year. He's an upgrade over Burke and Sadoransky. So I like that deal as one. No, wait. Can I jump in? The Jazz never in a million years do that trade. So that's a horrible, horrible trade. I forgot to add that we're including a first-round pick. Even with that, Favors is 25 in their biggest trade chip. They're not pushing that in for a first-round pick in a 33-year-old center. I'm sorry. All right, well. And they have... Sit back down on your chair. They, and they, they need have to uh, re-sign, They need to re-sign Gordon Hayward, and they can only offer a deal in two years. Well, first of all, they need to re-sign George Hill this year. They're they have Gobert. Like, they have Gobert. Why do they want Gortat? It's a horrible trade. Zach, it's, a, it's awesome for the Wizards. They have Trey Lyles waiting in the wings. Who's a forward? You're talking about set. Let's move on. I'm just, I'm, I'm letting you know the Jazz never do that trade. It's a bad trade or for that reason. a good deal. Who cares? They Favors is their best Favors trade chip. and George Hill. It makes no sense, Zach. Let's move on. They can't pay Favors and Hill. It makes perfect sense. Okay. They're not doing that trade. They might move Favors. They're not moving them for Gortat. They could get much more than Gortat. Um, and a first is Tadaransky. Yeah, that's not enough. At minimum, they're putting Ubre in that deal. Minimum. Oh, hell no. Then, all right. Okay. Then there's no trade. I'll do another one. Okay. Moving gears away from the Wizards. Uh, Cleveland wants a playmaker. I actually sneaky love this trade. T-Wolves send 
Ricky Rubio to the Cle- uh, Cleveland Cavaliers for Iman Shumpert, cap fillers, and a future draft pick. Minnesota gets a veteran defender that they've been craving. You know, Thab, uh, Tibbs loves defense. He's been wanting veterans. They're so young. And they just lost Levine for the year. So, I mean, Shumpert's no Levine, but he could fill into that role. And then the Cavs get a backup point guard that could create for everyone on the court, and LeBron doesn't have to Dude, do so much. Dude, nobody's trading Ricky Rubio for Amon Shumpert. That's just... It, they, that's listen, just the T-Wolves are trying to get rid of Rubio. I feel that. Rubio's on a good deal, and he can command way more than Amon Shumpert. What's your next deal, dude? All right, you don't don't insult. I think, I think you're salty. You're wasting I think you're Amon. salty. I shot down your jazz trade so hard, so now you're just bad. I think Shumpert, who's on a good deal... I think that makes sense for the cap uh, for the T Wolves because I don't know what who's I don't know what else. Do you have a Rubio trade? I'm kind of curious in general. I did. I well, did. Let me hear your Rubio trade because Rubio is one of the names who actually might get moved. So I had Rubio going to the Suns with. Hold on, I have a blockbuster. Oh boy, here we I go. I can't find my shit. I already don't like it because the Suns have a million point guards. But let's go. <laughs> it's no, it's it's Rubio, Gorgie Dang, and Zach Levine. Jesus. To the Suns for Eric Bledsoe, TJ Warren, and Tyson Chandler. And I love it. Number one, free Tyson Chandler, like the vet who's just stuck there horribly. Kids will love him. The Wolves need that locker room presence. He'll be a great mentor for Cat. Then you get Eric Bledsoe running the point. Even if Dunn develops, you could put Dunn at the two. Bledsoe can be a combo. So you have have Dunn? Bloodsoe. Who's their three? Andrew Wiggins. Oh, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> uh, you got Wiggins, Cat, Tyson Chandler. Who else went over in that trade? And you have TJ Warren off the bench. I love that. The Wolves have plenty of people. No, I mean, no, the Wolves that's tight. Deep. I'm just trying to understand. And then, so the Phoenix would have Rubio. Who did, this, who did the Suns get? Levine. Levine is the piece? Basically, which... I don't know how you work that in with Booker and all their other Who do they have? They have Levine. They got Rubio. Who was the other guy? Gorgie Dang, who's on a great contract. Yeah, I like Gorgie Dang a lot. I think Phoenix says no. It's not enough. Phoenix is giving up too much because Bledsoe is one of their best players. Maybe their best player. Let me reason. Bledsoe we need is their best Bledsoe. player. Oh, he's definitely their best player. They're giving player. up Tyson. He had a triple double the other night. Bledsoe is yeah, killing it. I don't like that trade because I don't think Phoenix does it. Um, okay. It's fun. It's super. Well, Phoenix should get rid of him. It's There's super no point fun in having a great player in his prime when you're going to be like a top. No, well, I know you got a couple Bledsoe trades. It's that's super fun. I don't. I don't think Phoenix does it. It'd be awesome. I would for just Minnesota. love to see Bledsoe on the Timberwolves. And, and Levine right just blew his knee out, so that's a that's yeah. a downer too. All right, you have any other Rubio trades before we jump to Bledsoe trades? No. Okay, so I like my Rubio trade more than yours. Check. Um, I have a trade. You want to hear? Horrible trade. <laughs> Do you want to hear my trade? Sure. Denver sends Wilson Chandler to Oklahoma City for Andre Roberson, Anthony. Dude, Lowe. Uh, no three team deals on the pod. It's impossible to follow without having a sheet in front of you. Can I finish? It's a two-team trade. You interrupted me in the middle of it. Right. Denver sends Wilson Chandler to Oklahoma City for Andre Roberson, Anthony Morrow, 
and a future first-round pick. This is coming off the heels that Wilson Chandler said he wants to get traded. Denver has too many guys. Wilson Chandler takes the Kevin Durant role. He's not Kevin Durant. But he huh. finally gives them a good small forward. Uh, I mean, they had Durant. But, you know, they've been playing that Robinson Marrow role. They needed someone else. I love Wilson Chandler from his Knicks. I just I think Wilson Chandler's underrated. He does everything. He's not an all-star. He's just super tight. I love to see him play with Russell Westbrook. What are your thoughts on that Wilson Chandler to Oklahoma City? Um, my thoughts are, I thought you said this was your Eric Bledsoe trade. No, I'm sorry, it wasn't. I thought, don't have a Bledsoe thought trade. Thought number two is that you can mark me down as always preferring Gallinari and Wilson Chandler over Mello. I, I think in the end, the Knicks probably got the worst end of that, and they're still suffering. Um, and, uh, yeah. So you, well, I, all I heard I like was your, all I heard was your, no, all you heard was my, all I heard was your Knicks dig. So you like the trade. Is it a good trade? Yes or no? Yeah. And I Not think Denver does it. They get a first round pick. They, they get cap space because Roberson's a free agent. Denver, for the record, Denver is easily the most interesting team to watch at the deadline um, by a mile. I just think it's going to be. There's I agree. So many pieces. And already started. The, everything started to shake loose already. I think Orlando will be more active, and Toronto. I think Orlando and Toronto will continue to be active, as they should be. Everyone. Phoenix is like Phoenix has got to do something. But it's one of those things I can't figure out what. Maybe the ball won't drop until the off season. Yeah, I think Phoenix has too many pe- Like, Phoenix is kind of like it's Denver, like but more... It's too confusing to even wrap your yeah. mind around. I don't know what they're doing. Um, I don't know what Phoenix is doing. One team that I really would love... I saw, I want to see the Pistons actually stand pat. One team that I really think should blow it all up is the Hornets. I think you need to free Kemba. I want to trade Kemba. What was the trade I had? I think I had him going to the Jazz. <laughs> Did you write it down? I didn't write it down. I have all of them on screenshots of my phone. My my phone my phone is doubling as my microphone too, though. Um, yeah, you had Kemba going. Like, should I read another trade? I got to pull all these up now. I can I can recite it from memory since it was so good. I think I had Kemba and uh, Gilchrist, Michael Carton, whatever his name is, MKG, going to the Jazz. For I got it. George Hill, who's expiring. George Hill, Joe Johnson, Joe Exum, Johnson, and Lyles. And Lyles. Which, oh, and maybe even Exum in there. Which, like, yeah. Exum, eh, he's trash. Let's just press reset. Charlotte gets Exum and Lyles, two excellent young prospects. Yeah, I agree with that. Who knows what they'll become. And Utah is, like, gets a great contract. Kemba, what's he got? Like four more years at eleven or twelve million? That's incredible. Three years. They're also stuck with Gilchrist though for four years, thirteen million a year. I still believe in Gilchrist. He's a gym rat. He'll come off the bench for him. That still isn't a horrible well, deal. If you like Kemba's Gilchrist, deal is so good. If they do that too, then they could resign Favors and uh, and of course Gordon Hayward. Um, and really make a push there. Like Kemba is a beast, dude. Put him on that good team. So, I don't disagree. Uh, my thing is, I think Kemba's too good for Charlotte. The, I don't think that's enough. Like that helps Charlotte. I don't know. I don't. I don't get it for Charlotte. 
I like Charlotte isn't making noise as currently constructed. They're not signing any free agents, and they really don't have any young corners. They might as well tank and get Lyles and Ekdom. I think Lyles could turn into a stud. Yeah, Jesus, Charlotte is 24 and 32. They're in a very dark place, man. You see, but if I were them, if I were them, I would try to trade Batum. Good luck. All right. For what? Who's taking on that contract? $22 million a year. He's not that young. He is what he is. You can get that kind of like, you know, D and three production for a lot cheaper than twenty million. All right, should I read one of my trades? I don't even know. They've all sucked so bad. Sure, I haven't like I haven't liked any of yours either. <laughs> all right, you want me? Should I just read my favorite trade? You love my trade. You love my trade. Okay, I got a blockbuster for you. It's my favorite trade. I feel like we've reeled off like. Five to six horrible trades in a row. So I'm just going to come out with my... All of mine have been tight. Your trades are awful, Zach. (laughs) All right, this is my blockbuster three-team trade. I know you said we're not... What did I tell you? It's not that complicated, okay? The trade is between the Sacramento Kings, the Portland Trailblazers, and the Philadelphia 76ers. Are you ready? Yes. Side note, I just found my sheet with all my trades. All right, thank you. I've just wasted 10 minutes. DeMarcus Cousins goes to Portland. The Kings, he wants to sign a $200 million contract extension this summer. That makes me nervous if I'm the King. I don't care how good Boogie is. It's not working there. I don't no, think... the Kings are going to sign him and then they'll demand for a trade and they'll trade him with his huge contract. Yeah, how are they going to trade a $40 million contract? Like, no, even with the cap going up, like a $40 million Dude, contract. Someone will take it. It's boogie. But continue. So Cousins goes to Portland. That's all that Portland gets. The Kings get Jaleel Okafor and CJ McCollum. The Kings also get one, and this is where I'm not sure where the draft picks go. Portland has three first-round picks this Those year. Those are like two future six men of the year in Okafor and, and McCollum, but continue. They get C.J. McCollum, who's averaging 20 points a game, a young guard they could build around. Jaleel Okafor, a forward lottery pick that helps soften the blow of losing Cousins. And they get, let's say they get Portland's first-round pick. So then they get, uh, you know, a mid-level first-round pick in the process. Maybe who's they, the third team here? Philly. Philly moves Jaleel Okafor, and in return, they get Mo Harkless, they get Ben McLemore, and then I just have cap fillers. I have him getting Scal, Labassiere, Napier, just cap I fillers. I think he's tight, actually. Yeah, so they get Labassiere, and then and then Philly like gets that. two of the three first-round picks. Or, or, or Philly gets Portland's pick, or the middle pick of the two, and then the Kings get two first-round picks, Okafor and McCollum. That's a pretty good, good trade. trade. That's a good, and then Sacramento gets young. I mean, whatever. Boogie's not old. But all of a sudden, they have a guard. They have a big man. They still got Willie Trill, the guy I like a lot. They still got – they're, like, getting younger. McCollum. I came up with a Willie Trill trade earlier, yeah. Portland now has Lillard and Boogie. Like that's you can build awesome. That's yeah, you can awesome. Build all that. You like you give up three first round picks, McCollum and Harkless. That might be too much. Maybe you don't give up Harkless. And McCollum and, and Lillard were never really gonna work anyway. Yeah. And then the Philly does Sticking it. On 
Mo Harkless is a nice young wing. He's only 23. He's on a good contract. They don't have a good three. Macklemore is a young two who needs a chain of scenery in the worst way possible. They get another a few draft picks and young guys. I think it's a pretty uh, good trade. That's our be- Will we agree that's the best trade yet? It's a good trade. I like it. All right. I have an Okafor trade, a Kings trade, a Knicks Blazers trade. Which would you like to hear? I have a Knicks trade too. Let's do Knicks Blazers. My Knicks Blazers trade is not exactly a blockbuster, but I I just think it makes sense. Noah for Evan Turner and Napier. You're basically just trading the two worst contracts signed last summer. Chandler Parsons and Yama Heating, not included, um, for one another. So Evan Turner belongs on the Knicks because Rose will be gone, and they need a creator, a ball handler, all that. Evan Turner can play the point in a pinch. Portland could use Noah. They need defense. They need that rim protection. I know they got uh, Nurkic, but still. Nurkic is... And Shabazz returns to New York City. I just think it makes sense. Basically, Evan Turner and Noah are in the exact same contracts, and Napier makes a minimum, so it cancels out. I really Poor like... Porzingis can play the five, and finally grow as the stretch five. Can I weigh my opinion on it? Melo plays the four, please. I love it. Um, Thank you. As much as I like uh, Noah as a locker room presence, like let's just throw the contracts out, because they're both overpaid. Yeah. Um, What's changed the, th- the game for me is I really like Willie Herman Gomez. Billy. Billy Herman him, Gomez. I love dude. I love him. His he's brother a... is stepping up after the Nurkic trade, too. Yeah, well, he, his brother was a first-round pick this year, Juan. And Billy Herman Gomez, who's Przingis' boy, has been balling out. Like, he's not really good on defense. The Knicks suck on defense. They're, like, the worst team in the league on defense. And Noah's not changing that. I agree with you for the um, – what's his name? Who's, who are they trading him for? I just forgot his name. Uh, Nurkic? No, Portland. Who are we doing this for? Evan Portland. Turner. I like Evan Turner because he is a creator. He's a wing, and the Knicks need wings. So Yeah, the Knicks need ball handlers. So, like, Rose will be gone. I like it. creators, and that's the only place where Evan Turner flourishes. And he is just wasted on Portland with McClellan and Lillard, both ball dominant. It's like, why? what were they thinking? I love it. I would do that trade. And I think Napier as a throw-in is a pretty good throw-in because he gives us a point guard who's like under 25 who might be something. He brings you like the first MRC prodigy okay. you've had in the garden since Marbury. That's two good back-to-back trades after six duds to start. Um, I mean, I got nothing but hot fire less. Let me hear Noah. I think we should be slowly wrapping this up, Zach. I don't know how many more people want to keep hearing all these trades. So let's hear... Uh, here, let me hear your Noah, uh, not Noah, your uh, Jaleel trade. And then Damn, I, my Jaleel trade is not good. If I had to give one more, just that I want to see happen. Well, as a Wizards fan, I don't want to see happen, but this trade just should happen because it makes sense. Jimmy Butler to the Bulls for Zeller, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and two first-round picks that aren't the Nets picks. The Bulls aren't going anywhere. They are just not cracking. They're wasting Jimmy Butler's prime. I have another trade that simultaneously trades 
if, Wade back to the Heat. If, but, I'm, if it's a superstar superstar trade, I'm not doing that trade without a minimum the 2018 Brooklyn pick. Uh, I would do uh, it for Brown, Marcus Smart, and the 2018 Brooklyn pick, but I don't know if Boston would do that. Then I'm throwing in like just Smart in the Brooklyn pick. Like the Brooklyn pick, that's going to be a top three pick. Well, the, I think the 2017 pick is untouchable. That's going to definitely be the first pick. I mean, Brooklyn's lost 14 games in a that row. That has to be untouchable. Yeah, unless it's Anthony Davis, they're not making a trade for that pick. And I just don't think... Who do you actually think is going to get traded? Because I don't think... I just think it would be really smart for the subjects because then if you get Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart are two young players who are productive, who will be good in their primes. And you get that draft pick. The Celtics can add Jimmy Butler. I mean, they'd they'd be really good. Who? Let's talk big picture stuff, Zach. Who do you think is actually going to get traded? Because I think it's ridiculous to think that Jimmy Butler or any of these guys are going to get traded. I agree. Missing. I know that's what's horrible about I, doing any of this. I don't even think. Bl- Bl- that's why I, I don't, don't like. Think Bledsoe will get traded. No, you think he will or won't? Won't. I think the no. Nuggets will make like one more move. I see the Magic. The Magic should make another move, just straight up. Um, I think the Ma- I think the Magic and zone, Denver. Yeah. I agree with you. The Ma- Magic and I think Denver are teams to watch. Oh, I had a Knicks trade. Can I read my Knicks trade? I know I just said we're moving on from fake trades, but this is the last one I want to do. Can I tell you? Let's go. There's yeah. a report that teams want Derrick Rose. I don't know why. He sucks at defense. Uh, maybe for cap relief at the end of the year. I'm not sure. But I did it in the trade machine. It worked. I think you could make an argument for it. Derek Rose to Denver for Emmanuel Moutier and Malik Beasley. Rose, as I know Rose hasn't been very good. Why is, would Denver do that? It's Rose is a massive upgrade over Moutier for this year. And they're like trying to compete for, for the playoffs. two months? Well, they could re-sign him. Moutier's Dude, been awful. He's been awful, but he's he has some kind of value, and he's still young. No. Ew. Get Derek Rose. If I'm Denver <laughs> and I'm running right. with Jokic and Plumlee and all these young, and Jamal Murray, I want nothing to do with Derek Rose. I'm keeping him away with, like, a 50-foot pole. I can't think of one team in the league that wants Derek Rose as a starter. I just, like, I don't know. He's like, gonna why be a, would they? He's going to be Unless you're the Kings. I just don't. He's get gonna it. be a free agent at the end of the year, and like, who, I don't. Who is gonna sign him? I like. I, do, I, I Maybe the Kings. Like, who are really dysfunctional teams? The Kings, or even like the bes, besides know, the Knicks, like the Pelicans for a bargain deal. Yeah, the Pelicans. Like a loser winds up needing a point guard. You a know? loser team is gonna end up with him, but he is. Yeah. All right. It's like where Rondo kept bouncing around. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna fire off names that have been rumored to get traded, and you tell me if you think they'll get traded. Okay, Brooke Lopez. If, I, if it's a yes, I'll tell you where I want to see that. Okay, that's fine. You can answer any way you want. Just let's try and do it somewhat rapid fire. Brooke Lopez. Yes, I want him seeing traded to the box for Greg Monroe, Malcolm Brogdon, and Tony Snell. I did that in the trade machine. So in a, I don't think they do it because Milwaukee loves Brogdon as they should. They're not Milwaukee wouldn't. I agree. Ogden's like a huge so Milwaukee just wouldn't take two years of Brooke Lopez playing with Jonas Jabari in a year and Chris Middleton and everyone for 
I don't, I don't, I don't hate know. I don't hate Lopez a deal around uh Monroe Snell I think they want to get younger I would imagine him going even though they have a million centers a trade to like yes I've been hearing crazy things about thought maker yeah him beasting out they just did all these reports yeah like rave reviews what about for like Brandon Knight Brooke Lopez for Brandon Knight and like another like Alex Len does that make sense that it makes works. no sense because if I'm the Nets, I want someone like Brogdon who is young, yeah. contract. They want you know, young guys. They yeah. want. I agree. I agree with you. Alex Yenna's deal is expiring. Be- Bill Simmons. Uh, come on. Bill Simmons. Dude, a- I'm only potting with people who do their research. Well, dude, come on. Next name. We're on. Those rapid fire. Will you <laughs> shut up, Zach? The the uh, Bill Simmons did a really good article today. And he said how the Nets should just be locking into like guys who used to be good who are playing really bad on locked-in contracts. And he brought up Brandon Knight as an option because Brandon Knight is still young. He used to average 20 points a game. They have no draft picks anyway. They might as well attempt to be decent. I mean, Brandon Knight is 25. If I, if I was a Brooklyn Nets fan, I would want Brandon Knight. Um, Danilo Gallinari. The Clippers want him. I don't know who the Clippers are going to give up. Do you like Alinari to get moved at the deadline? He's a free agent, I believe, at the end of the year. I yes. like the not the Nuggets moving one of. Them. I mean, they have way too many swing men to. Den- Denver you know. is the is the team to watch between Barton, Wilson, Chandler, yeah. and Gallinari, and they're mo- they're rumored to be offering Moutier as well. And they have Gary Harris, Moutier, you know, Murray, Jamal Murray. They just have so many ring players for for a young team for everyone to all get minutes. I think I said this last year. I said at the beginning of the season, I like Gallinari to Boston. I wish that Boston would like package a pick and some some younger guys. I didn't do it in the trade machine, but Boston has assets for days. I really like Gallinari to Boston, but that's, that's the trade. I think I'd like to see the most, even though I'm not a Boston fan. Uh, Jaleel Okafor. I mean, he's like been on the verge of getting traded for a week and I don't know what's happened. Do you like him yeah. on the Pelicans? Because the Pelicans are offering this weird, like, trash. Pelicans really want Brooke Lopez or Jaleel Okafor. Do you like that for, for Anthony I like, Davis? So, I want to go on record. It's called Jaleel Okafor. My NBA comp for him is Enes Kanter. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I really like it in the sense that I think he has a bright, bright future as, like, a six-man, big man off the bench, just killing other, you know, punishing other teams' second unit. Yeah, I don't, I think he's maybe a, a little bit better than that. I think the Cantor comparison is not a bad con- comparison. Their games are, you know, they're offensive centers that don't play defense. Yeah, like Cantor's a starter quality, but that, you know what I mean? As that six-man big dude he's, off he, the bench. I he's like a it. player. The reason I've always liked Jaleel Okafor is because he his offensive moves are kind of like old school and so polished that you just don't see anymore. You just, it's all three balls. It's all like the stretch this and all that. And don't get me wrong, like, Prazingis is my favorite player. Have you player checked the, the standings to see the teams that are, like, in front and stuff? The, the teams no, I, records? I get I'm just saying as a basketball fan, like, when Jaleel, like, puts his shoulder down and spin moves and up and under and finishes with a lefty bank shot, like, that's a really good basketball move, and nobody does that anymore. So I like that. Nah. Like the JV coach in you speaking out. What's the next trait? 
Um, well, just reeling off names. P.J. Tucker. I feel like P.J. Tucker is one of the biggest names that's going to get moved. I don't know who's actually going to get Reggie Jackson. I mean, Abaka got traded already. Knowing the Wizards-Suns relationship with, like, first we traded a... In season, we traded a first for Gortat a year past. We traded a first in season for Morris. Now it's this year, so I guess another year has to pass where we trade a first for a Suns guy in season. But I'd like to see him. I'd like to see Barbosa. Not Barbosa for a first, but the Suns do have intriguing dudes, Tyson Chandler included, that can help teams. Um, so I'd like to see them make some kind of a move. They have no incentive to win. Yeah, I think the Sun teams to watch: Magic, Denver, Phoenix. Those teams have lots of guys. All are available. It sounds like Detroit. That means now that we said that, there won't be a trade amongst those teams. Probably. I like the, I th- I the Reggie Jackson trade to Orlando. I don't like really like it for Detroit, but if I'm Detroit, I'm. Stand and Pat. Yeah, Drummond's too young. Let this play out. I agree. I think it's too early to blow it up. For Orlando, I like that deal. For what I said earlier, it gives them a guy who they don't have a lot of. They just—I don't know what they're doing. I agree. Anyone else? Let's wrap this up. I know. I'm looking through the Lakers and Nick Young and and Lou Williams is the guy who could get moved that could actually swing something. Because I think if he doesn't go to the Wizards, he's going to go to another East. I I would go. All I have to say is for the Lakers is they need to get worse. Yeah, what about Lou Williams? They they trade him to Atlanta for like Tim Hardaway and a future pick or something. That's that's a move too. Um, so, so far we haven't gone back to Toronto, Philly, and Atlanta. I love it. Is there any teams outside of the Magic, Denver, Phoenix, maybe the Pelicans? Pelicans are hell-bent to get a center. Pelicans suck, man. Anthony Davis, it's just a matter of time until Anthony Davis wants out. He's going to finish out this contract. I don't think Jimmy Butler get moved. I think Paul George. Listen, I don't think any big names move. Yeah, Paul George. It's going to be mostly struggling teams that make moves. And I think the Wizards, Celtics, and Raptors will make, like, minor deals, you know, You'll see like an Andrew Bogut go to the Celtics or yeah, that was one, that was... man from the Nuggets go to the Raptors or Lou Williams to the Wizards. But overall, no stars are getting moved as far as I think. I um, uh, I agree with everything you just said. Bogut to, Bogut to the Celtics is a trade that I had as well. But it was so boring I didn't want to bring it up. Um, I think that's it, Zach. We've a lot of bad fake trades, some good ones. And the trade deadline is Thursday. Mine were pretty good. Yours were not that good. Mine, I, I had the best one. I think the Boogie Cousins and CJ McCollum one was the best one. Um, I mean, if I was making three-team deals, I'd have a million. Well, I just don't know if your brain is capable of bringing in a third team in the trade machine. <laughs> there's a lot of multi There's too much. There's too many numbers for you. You're more simple. Way too many, way too many variables. Um, what I do like is the deadline is Thursday. You and I will pod Thursday night. We'll do a... Rapid reaction pod. Rapid later. reaction Thursday night. So look for that on Friday if you're if you've made it the, through this hour of fake trades between the two of us. I bet you maybe ten people listen to this entire podcast, and we will get another. So for the record, you have the Raptors making the Eastern Conference Finals and Serge Ibaka winning Finals MVP. Uh, if you're giving me three to one odds, I think they're as good as anyone. I mean, I I really like what the Wizards are doing. I'm going to root for the Wizards over them, but. 
Yeah, I think if you give me three to one odds, I'll take the Raptors. Anything else? That's it. All right. Thank you for listening to Two Idiots Talking Sports. Who's Good your favorite? Uh, give her favorite in the three-point shootout. Uh, I don't even know. And the dunk contest. My the dunk contest is Jones Jr. or whatever the guy no one's heard of. I agree. I just saw his YouTube. Clip. He's ridiculous. I like Perzingis in the skills challenge because it's Perzingis. I like Perzingis for MVP of the rookie sophomore game, and I like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who's in the three point contest. Let me see. I'm looking it up now. Who do you got? I don't know. I'm just mad that Otto Porter isn't in it. How could the man leading the NBA in three-point percentage not be in the three-point shoot? I agree. That's just an atrocity. Clay Thompson, Kyle Lowry, Eric Gordon, Kyrie, McCullum, Kemba, Wesley Matthews, Nick Young. I kind of love that Nick Young's in it. Uh, I love that Nick. Clay, easy. House money's on Clay, but I'm... I'm going to go with, if I don't even know what the odds are, but playing the odds, I'll go Eric Gordon. Yeah, I like Eric Gordon, McCollum, maybe Wesley Matthews as my dark horses. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah. Is there anyone? Yep, that's it. All right. We're good, Zach. Check us out on Twitter, two idiots. Love it. Or two underscore idiots talking. And we're out. Thanks for listening. And we got a new logo up for the next pod. I don't don't think it'll be ready by then. Two pods. We out. Be sure to get down the law. With the two idiots talking sports Strictly man, they just play around Cover much ground, talk about the best pound for pound It's Z to AC, DC to Cali Ooh-wee, you can't get them out of your mind No, they talk about the sports all the time